what we've got here is failure to communicate. Hey, I'm UFC President Dana White, and you're in the ring with Callum McGregor. Of the number one rankings out there. Those guys are the ones who really do their homework, you know what I mean? But this fight, I'm telling you, it's a flip of a coin. We did not tap. Let's um, go! Let's go! There we go. Oh, look at that. All Bell tore it up. So I, I know you guys have been training um, pretty extensively lately. You and Josh, you were down at Niagara, and now I know Aaron, you're back up from uh, Killcliffe. What is it like to sort of have a good core of Canadians all in Ontario right now to train with and sort of see familiar faces uh, in the gyms? Um, it's bittersweet, kind of. Like, I love seeing the boys and my coaches and everyone back home, but uh, I miss the warm weather for sure. Uh, it's just starting to get cold here, so I kind of came back at a shitty time. But, uh, no, it's nice to see all the boys again. Um, so now, Josh, I know that you um, are up here training in Canada, and Florida's good for the weather, but it's also good for the politics. And I know that you are a frustrated dad, a frustrated – I know both of you guys are frustrated citizens. Um, what is it like living in Canada right now? We'll just touch on that quickly, and then we will jump into uh, some questions I got for you guys. Um, <laughs> it, it, it was, it was, <laughs> I'm already – I'm surprised I'm even allowed on this, man. Everywhere I go, I get shadow banned on Instagram. <laughs> I meant you know? to say to you, actually, searching for you, it's not as easy anymore. You can't – you don't just right? come up. You actually – are the definition of a uh, shadow band. You're, you're ranked down a little bit. So yeah, I can't, uh, I can't just tag you. Even I know with Bellator, even too, when they tried to like tag me in one of their things there, like they didn't, my name didn't come up. So, so that's how it is, I guess. But I mean, I don't, it's better than it was for sure. Uh, but yeah, man, um, I would prefer to be in a different location right now, of course, but, uh, well, we got some elections that are going to be here eventually. Right. And then, uh, we can all stand up and do what we got to do, but let's jump into, you know, your guys' careers quickly and, and talk about what's the next steps for you, Josh. I know that you didn't get, um, you know, the, the result that you wanted in your last fight. It didn't start the way you wanted, but you sure as hell finished. Uh, I know the way that you wanted. I know even yourself, you said you started slow. Um, my question to you is this, you know, coming off the loss, um, you are a guy who was a company cerebral champion. What do you take away from that loss and the fact that you had sort of turned it around within that fight? What do you take away from that? Yeah, man, I just, you know, I battled through it. Um, like the shit, the slow start, um, you know, it just, obviously it's not how I wanted to start the fight. You know, I got cracked early and I had to kind of battle back a bit. And, uh, but I, I mean, that just showed like, you know, my, my mental toughness and fortitude, I think. And, um, even, even the camp, that was like probably my worst camp I've ever had, um, that, that I've gone through with the fight. Um, and, uh, and I battled through that and, um, you know, like I said, it wasn't the win, but I still had good moments in the fight that I showcased. Um, and, yeah, if I could have just started quicker, you know, implemented a game plan a little bit different um, if I did a little bit more wrestling, which I, I should have, um, you know, but I didn't, didn't really get to do that in the camp as much, um, just dealing with injuries. But, uh, you know, I'm, I'm still proud of, uh, you know, like I said, battling through it. And, um, you know, that kind of motivates me even more for the next one because I, I can perform much better than that, you know. Yeah, I know people don't like to hear silver linings, but there definitely was a, a direct silver lining in that fight to take away. Um, and you just got to, you know, learn, and, and you're the best at it, learn from it, and come back strong. Aaron, I know that you, you're someone who's also learned from adversity, Dana White Contender Series. 
Uh, you know, Allen beats you. Um, you go against Kyle Brow, and it's not that he dominated you. You just couldn't find him in that fight. You couldn't really have him in the game plan that you wanted to in that fight. Uh, I know you talked about soul searching on the podcast in the past and sort of going away and, and being away with the boys. Um, for you, what does it mean to finally sort of get that big name? A wise man once told me you get a big name, the easiest, biggest name, and get that paycheck. Mr. Josh Hills told me that a long time ago. And you come in a short notice against Austin Vanderford and do what you do. Uh, what does that mean to you to sort of turn everything around and be where you are right now? Yeah, I, um, it, it feels good, man, to finally be here. And, uh, like, I, I don't think those fights losing on Contender Series was anything to do with, like, the big stage or anything like that. I mean, I think people are going to lose and that shit happens, and I'm sure I'll lose again. Um, it was unfortunate that it happened like in the biggest fights of my career, but, uh, yeah, man, shit happens. But, uh, yeah, like you said, to, to finally kind of make a name for myself, uh, get a, a big fight, big name, uh, and a win. Um, it feels good, man. And, and I'm very happy with how everything's playing out right now. I would argue that, um, one of the biggest names you fought is Vanderford on short notice. You come in and knock him out in the first round and probably make your biggest payday. So I would say that's probably your biggest fight ever at least in my opinion um so good on you uh both you guys i know we're looking to the future josh i know that you really you've been you've been singing for the rooftops for almost two years i think to fight in ireland can bellator i'm a i'm a swear can bellator get you a fight in ireland can we do this already can we do this i'm hoping so man I, they're going back there in february um you know i saw my manager i said give me somewhere good this time man i i've had the Find anyone, fuck, you know. Yeah, I, I mean, whoever did get on that one. There's been rumors about like a Japan card. Um, I don't know if that's true or not. That's like my dream fight, though. If I could fight anywhere in the world, it'd be Japan. Just you know, just because the old Pride days, and I've always wanted to fight there. Um, I don't know if that's happening or not. Um, but yeah, Ireland would be the my next uh, my next pick for sure. Um, February, you know that that's cool. I, I'd be down to wait for that um if they can give me somebody on that one um yeah i want somewhere good though man i've only fun goddamn yeah james gallagher right yeah i would love that there one there we go um i've only fought in connecticut and uh oklahoma and south dakota so um you know my hawaii fight fell through so i want somewhere Bro, good this south time come was fucking sick Oh yeah, you love that shit, don't you? Eh? I love that shit. <laughs> and I want some more cool. This guy loves like the the Connecticut ones. Um, but yeah, that'd be cool, man. I'd like that one for sure. And I mean, yeah, you've been you did a podcast with me when this first started. I did like a fight in the dad podcast. We were talking about some stuff, and you mentioned James Gallagher's name like two years ago, back then. And I know, yeah, he's ahead in the rankings right now. But please, Bellator, depending on how things lay out in the next little while, not only get him that guy, man. That's why the rankings are bullshit. This guy, he hasn't yeah. beat anybody that's still in Bellator at all. He hasn't fought, and I don't know how long. Uh, Come yeah. out of a loss as well. Um, yeah. So. Now it's an even easier fight for him because they, they took me out of the ranking. So, um, you know, I'm a, I'm a lesser opponent. So, you know, bring it on, man. He can, he can beat me up. He might be scared of that up elbow or the big overhand. So um, I get it on his end not wanting to, uh, you know, uh, dabble in the, someone who's a little bit lower in the rankings that could probably kick his ass. I'll just leave it there. I'm a homer, so I always back you guys even when I'm supposed to be, you know, in the middle. Um, Aaron, I know that uh, for you, there's there's a couple guys waiting in the wing, wings right now in middleweight division that are, you know, what Josh is saying, big names that I think are, are great matchups for you. We got uh, Salter. We got Musasi. I mean, what would a name like that on your records um, mean? Because I think you match up well in the grappling realm. I think you stay away from Salter's problems, and he's in a lot of trouble on the feet in that situation. And I think Musasi could be, you know, 
he's been underestimating guys nonstop, and and you're you're stand up. You're always active. Your elbows in the clinch. Your elbows on the cage. Um, and if you get him on his ass, he's in trouble. So, what's your thoughts on this? I know once again, I'm always being a homer with you guys, but being a homer's made me a lot of money. So I'll take it. What's your thoughts on uh, those matchups? Yeah, I think this Halter fight's a great matchup for sure. I like that one a lot. Um, stylistically, for sure, I don't. I don't think he poses too many huge issues for me. Uh, the Musasi one's a weird one because his last fight, he looked super flat and old and maybe like he's on his way out. Um, but that's kind of a, maybe that was just a one-off and maybe he comes back in his next fight looks like a killer. So, uh, it's kind of a high risk, high reward thing. Obviously he's probably the biggest name in division by far. Um, so maybe a risky fight. I think it's, Musasi fights almost, I don't want to say win-win, but, uh, like losing to Musasi, I don't think looks terrible. Um, he's he's beat like a, a who's who of middleweights in MMA, um, and winning against Musasi is obviously huge. So uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting fight, definitely. And yeah, I mean, looking at it from that angle, I don't think it's you selling yourself short. It's just Musasi's a legend. He's fought so many people, and, and if he shows up at his peak, that's a hell of a fight for you, right? So I, I fully get that. Um, both you guys have been representing Canada absolutely amazing. I mean, Josh, for a little while, there wasn't a lot of MMA fighters coming out of Ontario, and Josh was the guy sort of holding the load in his shoulders for a while, and now we got some, you know, big names. And, and we will talk a little bit about, the you know, one of the biggest guys in Ontario that uh, is no longer with us. I know it was important to the community as well. But I, I do want to jump into the fights, and I know that you guys have a certain amount of time, and I don't want to take up too much of it. What I will say about each breakdown that we do, you don't have to delve in deep. You can give me a quick take or just a pick if that's all you have for it, if you, you're not really, you know, in tune too much with that. All I can hope for and say the 10 fights we go through or whatever is that, you know, we get one great edge, one angle, or one awesome breakdown between the two of you guys. Um, but first, we're going to dig into some Bellator cards. Um, so with Bellator, there's four fights that I'm really interested in. Um, we have Nemkov and Anderson coming up um, in November. And with Nemkov and Anderson, I mean, Anderson was, I think he's one of the most underrated fighters in MMA today. He pretty much dominates, in my opinion, Nemkov um, more than he's ever been dominated and then loses by being too honest with the head clash on the ground. What's your take in the rematch? Um, Josh, you go first. Who do you take in that and how? Um, I, I got Corey. Uh, I think he kind of laid the blueprint there. Um, you know, Nemkov is good, especially on the feet, moves well, but once he was able to get that, get him down and control him, um, it was all it was him all day. So I, I would take Corey. 100%. Yeah. I, I agree for sure. I, I think Corey Anderson, like you said, he's super underrated. I think that guy's... Um, I think he can uh, be the champ in that division for a while. 100%. I think even if you threw him in the UFC, because I think that pedigree right now, like that there's in the top five or six guys in that division, they would go head for head in the UFC. And I think that Corey's one of the top in the world right now, in my opinion. I agree. Um, Okay, next fight we'll look at is Pitbull against Nurmagomedov, and we know what both guys bring to the table. From a fighter's standpoint, how do you see that playing out? Is there sort of a passing of the torch and, and Pitbull, let, let's go with that belt? Um, what are your thoughts on Nurmagomedov? And we'll, we'll start with there. Um, yeah, he's he's good. Uh, good wrestler, like that typical kind of Russian style. Um, explosive striking, like good wrestling, uh, kind of good everywhere. Um, I don't know, Pitbull, he's, he's been around for a long time though, man. He's good. He's solid. He's well-rounded. Um, I, I think, uh, I think Pitbull can take that one. Okay. Josh? I'm going to Mergamada. Yeah. 
I think I, I picked Nurmagomedov up by decision. Um, Pitbulls are off, you know, good. I think Patricio is better than Patricky. Um, yeah. And I think Nurmagomedov uh, can kind of out-wrestle and out-position position him. I don't know if he'll finish him, but I think he'll win the decision. Okay. Next fight that uh, I think everybody's pretty excited about um, because most fighters aren't a fan of one of the guys that I'm going to talk about. And Josh, you've, you've um, been vocal about your displeasure about this gentleman. And, and I'm not a fighter. This guy will whoop my ass. But I will honestly say he annoys the shit out of me. Danny Sabatello against Rafian Stotts. Sometimes people aren't a big fan of Rafian Stotts, love him or hate him, but he's the nicest guy in the world. Like every day, if I even like put a like on one of his things, the guy responds back with a full sentence. Like he's he's just open to the fans. He, he's done podcasts as well too. After he won the belt, he's doing Ariel Hawani, then does a podcast with me. Absolutely ridiculous in my opinion. But Rafian Stotts matching up against a, a sort of a one-dimensional Danny Sabatello. Um, Josh, I'm going to let you take this away, Consider you've been in the cage with uh, Rafi and Stotts. What's your opinion on this one? Yeah, man, um, I I'm excited to see this one for sure. Um, I I'm picking Stotts to win, yeah, 100%. I just think he's the more well-rounded fighter. You know, he's much better striker, 100%. I think he's a better grappler, and I think wrestling is, is pretty much on par. Um, and I think Stotts is probably the more athletic of the two. Um, and, and, yeah, I, I just think he he's, you know – I just don't see Sabatello being able to control him for, you know, five rounds um, without, you know, getting caught with something or just out scrambled or worked. Um, so, yeah, I, I could – I'm going to pick Stas for sure. I don't know I don't know if he finishes him. Um, yeah, you know, I'm going to go TKO. Yeah, I'm going to say TKO maybe round three or four. Okay, and Eric? I'm going to play the heel just because I think Sabatello's fucking hilarious, man. He uh... – he fought on the, the first Bellator card that I was on, and I, I got to watch his fight from the crowd, and then him fucking screaming at everyone and giving the middle finger and shit. And I think it's so funny that that's his personality and his fighting style is like the complete opposite. It's like boring, if I'm going to be honest. And then he, he has to make up for it. But I was going to kill everyone. So uh, I, I'm going to pick him a uh, boring decision. Okay, and that one I will touch on. I just, I think that. Possibly the scrambles might be the difference in that one. Scrambles and getting touched up. I just think on the feet, it's just, it's a rough one for Sabatello. I mean, if he out-wrestles Stotts and actually holds him down, then everybody needs to look out for that. But I just, I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I get it. He, he runs that gimmick and, I mean, he's playing the right angle because he's valuable right now and he's going to make his money off of that, right? So good on him. Um, last fight from Bellator that we'll look at is Patchy Mix against Megamed Megamedov. This is possibly the, the fight... Um, that I think I'm one of really most interested in as far as obviously from the grappling side of things. Megamed showed, you know, he showed solid grappling, but he also was, you know, he was scrambled out, scrambled by Stotts. Stotts switched some things up on him, wizard on him a couple times. So I just don't know how this one could play out. Could it be, you know, a backpack for mix for the full rounds or not? I'm not sure. Aaron, you take this one away. Um, I, I met Patchy Mix in, in Vegas and talked to him a bunch and I like him. I think he's a good dude. I, I'm going to pick him just, uh, just cause I like him, his personality. I think he's a super nice guy, sick grappler. Um, I'll go with him by some. Okay. Josh. Um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to go with Magomedov. I think, um, I, I like Patchy Mix. He's a good dude. Talked to him many times, uh, and he's huge for the division. Very, very big. And he's the guy. He's the last guy you want on your back for sure. That's his, his you know, his go-to. Uh, he was able to do that with Horiguchi, but I think the size difference was was a lot in that fight. Um, but I just don't think uh, he'll be able to get uh, Magomedov to the mat. 
Uh, and I think he'll get touched up on the feet. And if it does go to the ground, it'll be due to Magomedov uh, wanting to go there. So I think I'll take uh, Magomedov. Okay. Awesome. So we got some good takes there. And I think that I'm, I'm pretty much on par with a lot of uh, what you guys are saying. I mean, in that last fight, it, I could actually see it go either way where you're, you're, you know, you could be on the ticket of Magomedov and he just can't get mixed off his back. And Mac, uh, Mix is just working towards those submissions and maybe gets him out late. And or I could see Megamed scrambling on him, getting him frustrated. And, and you guys know when you get frustrated in the cage sometimes, cardio dump. We'll, we'll see how it goes, but I think Magomedov might be able to edge that one. Um, I'm going to throw a name at you, and I want you to give me your honest uh, you know, opinion or a sentence or two about the person. The last person I talk about, you'll, you'll realize why. You guys can say whatever the hell you want about them. Um, so first person I'll say, and Josh, you can take it away, and then we'll alternate back and forth. Scott Coker. Uh, I, I like Scott Coker. Um, you know, from the times I've spoke with him, he's been he's been a cool shit. I like what he does. Um, I like what he did with Strike Force. I like, you know, um, I was excited when he's coming to Bellator. Um, so yeah, I, I like Scott, man. Aaron, I want to meet the guy. I don't think he was at either of my fights. I wanted <laughs> to show up and, and shake my hand and, and welcome me uh, to the to the workforce. Hey, man, if he gives you the fights or they give you the fights and they pay your checks, who gives a shit if you meet him? Um, next person, Dana White. Josh, I'll let you take this one away. Dana's a mixed bag, man. There's there's some things he does and says that I actually like and agree with, and there's some shit that he does and says that I I fucking hate. Um, so yeah, it, it's a mixed bag. Um, you know, I, I don't know. He he's done a lot in the sport. You know, he's an important figure. You can't take that away from him. Um, but you know, very very egotistical. That's for sure. Um, yeah, but, but like I said, like, I don't know, I, I mixed emotions with Dana, that's for sure. And it's a common opinion, but Aaron? Uh, I think the guy's a fucking genius. Um, I think he's got the spotlight on him a lot and people say stupid shit and when the spotlight's on you all the time, you're going to say some stupid shit now and again, but, uh, no, I like him and I, and uh, you're with Josh. He's done a lot of good things for the sport and he's a, a super smart businessman for sure. Okay, and I'll let Josh take this one away. Justin Trudeau. Do I even have to say anything about this, man? <laughs> the, the worst prime minister ever in the history of this country, the most hated man in this country, the biggest scumbag I know right now in this country. Uh, Trudeau must go. That's all I got to say about him. Aaron. I don't know anything about politics at all. Apparently he sucks. I'll... I'll uh... I'll take Josh's word for it and say that this guy fucking sucks. <laughs> okay, so Josh, big brothers, you into the, the Trudeau hate. I love it. Next, um, a great promotion in Ontario that's just kept things rolling even when other promotions weren't. And, you know, Josh, you're a part of it, and Aaron, you were a part of it in the past. BTC Promotions. Uh, Aaron, I'll let you take it away first. Great, man. I had a few fights for them. Uh, I think they did a lot of good things for MMA in Ontario, uh, giving a stage to like a lot of up-and-coming fighters. So, yeah, I like them. Um, they're, they're, they're an important part of the, the regional scene in, of MMA in Ontario uh, and in Canada, and I'm happy to be part of it. I love doing the commentary for them. Um, and, yeah, you know, they're very, very important and need to continue to grow. Um, and because they, you know, they build up guys like Aaron, you know, that goes on to the bigger shows. Um, so yeah, that's awesome. Um, you know, we need more shows from them. Yeah. And lastly, I'll leave it to, you know, I know it's something you guys have talked about already, um, when it happened, but Elias Teodoro, um, what he meant to you guys personally and to the MMA community, Aaron, I'll let you take this one away. Uh, yeah, man, I don't think 
this has like fully even sunk in for me yet. Um, and, like, I, every time I think about the guy, I feel like I'm still gonna like see him again one day. It's it's fucking crazy, man. It's a it's a tragedy. Uh, but the one thing that I'm saying and that a lot of other people are saying is that that guy lived. Uh, he lived a very full life. Like he he lived a lot more in his 34 years than most people will ever live in their whole lives. Uh, so I think that's kind of a, a silver lining on the situation. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah, man. It, it was just in shock when I heard it. And, uh, and it's just so sad. Um, you know, he was, he was a good dude. Um, I, I wasn't as close with him as, as like Aaron, but you know, I've known him for a long time because we came up at the same time, you know, with like the score fighting series in Ontario. Um, so yeah, he was just, no matter what everybody likes when somebody passes away, people always say like, Oh, he was a super nice guy. He's very, you know, but in, in all seriousness, that guy was always positive and always happy and always smiling. Um, and like, I've never seen him in a bad mood or like pissed off or anything like that. So yeah, that sucks, man. Um, it's a big loss for sure for, for Canadian MMA and just for all his friends and family. Mm -hmm. I never uh, got a chance to meet Elias, but um, a good friend of mine uh, trained with him for a long time. You guys might know Todd Stout. Um, so they were very tight. And I know that um, just with regards to Elias and, I can speculate as to why he didn't tell anybody, but I, I would only say that it's likely because he always, at least in everything I saw online and anything anybody ever says, he's always wanted to make people smile, doesn't want to burden anybody with any of his shit. And all the way to the end, he didn't want to, you know, do it to anybody. So good on him to go, you know, uh, out exactly the way he wanted to anyways. And uh, respect and rest in peace to last Theodoro. You guys are absolutely awesome for giving me um, the time of day, a podcast that's slowly growing. We're finally starting to get some growth now, but it's, you know, it's been two years we've been rolling and I appreciate all the support from you guys as you guys, uh, you know, flourish in your careers in uh, pro MMA. So thank you very much for your time. Oh yeah. Thanks, Thanks man. Okay, gentlemen. Thank you for your time. Don't tap podcast.